Welcome to the Beanholes Podcast, episode number 78. This week we're talking about the long-running video game franchise, Ratchet & Clank. But before we get to that, time for some obligatory plugs and whatnots and all that stuff. You know, we just, we gotta do every week because we love you guys. So uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, listen up. This is our second week we did it. Me and Nate record the Beanholes live on the air Tuesday mornings. Um, some, we haven't decided on a time concrete, but it's going to be anywhere from 10 to 11 a.m. where we start. Uh, we're live on Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com. I believe they have their own app that you can download, and you'll get notifications when we go live. Or you can just go to the website and listen to it. Um, so we're going to be live every Tuesday, and then episodes get uploaded on Thursday. This week it's Friday, just, you know, a lot of stuff was being juggled around. So um, so remember, live every Tuesday morning on Mixler.com. Um, if you're a big fan of the podcast, go to iTunes, give us a star rating, leave us a review. We need it just so we can actually have a rating on the iTunes store. Um, or if you listen to us on Stitcher, leave a review. It's it's wonderful. Uh, beyond that, if you would like to subscribe to Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash the bean, uh, the bean holes, audibletrial.com slash bean holes. You get a free 30-day trial of the Audible service. You get to keep a free audiobook even if you choose not to continue with the service. It's I mean, it's free. So just go and do it. If you've never done it before, but you're a podcast follower or this is the only podcast you listen to, just try it out. Audibletrial.com slash beanholes. They've been a wonderful sponsor to us. Uh, and of course, many other podcasts, but you're listening to the beanholes right now. So just do it. And I, I really, I think that's it. I think, let's see, Mixler, Audible Trial, leave a review. I mean, you can do all of that. Uh, and, and like I said, if you don't listen to us live, that's no problem because the episode the episodes get uploaded to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn on Thursday, um, sometimes Friday, uh, but we're going to try to stick to a strict schedule. So this week we're talking about Ratchet and Clank. Um, my, me and Nate are not big fans of the series, but I've been playing the new reboot game on the PS4. I've been loving it, and that's why I wanted to talk about Ratchet and Clank before the movie came out. Um, so we go into the series a little bit, the characters, the 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 story. We go through the games. We talk about some trivia. Um, like I said, we're not the biggest fans, but but because of the new game, we're starting to become you know really big fans of this series. So. Uh, yeah, and then we start Civil War next week, and we have a few other surprises throughout the month of May, and I'll talk about those at the beginning of next week's episode. So right now, let's get on with episode number 78, Ratchet and Clank. The Bean Holes, it's Eric and Nate, the Bean Holes, they're really pretty great, so shut up and listen to them talk. <laughs> okay, starting over here. Eric and Nate. That was totally my bad. Yeah, it was. You piece of dick. You know when you when you expect uh, electronics to work, it never you, does. Uh, I think what you mean is you did not set it up correctly. When I know I I did. I pressed all the buttons, but but for some reason, GarageBand just uh, didn't want to want to behave there. Sure. So we recorded like at least. Four minutes of <laughs> talking about pre, you know, pre-owned electronics, mm -hmm. which doesn't but, sound that interesting, but you know, it's pretty. So on Mixler, though, we're on Mixler. We're we are on Mixler, and I, I were we live all along through all of this? I, I think I did, but I restarted now because I'm not gonna waste four minutes of our hour. Yeah, I guess. But it looks like I pressed stop, and then I repressed live. And it started us again in an hour. So I think the test of um, are you allowed an hour a day or you're just you could you can only stream for an hour. But if you press the button again, you can stream for another hour. Like, I think that's the, the, the you know, the yeah. situation there. Right. Well, I guess uh, now that we've talked for like a year and a half. It um, feels like it. I'll just say welcome to another episode of The Bean Holes. <laughs> I'm Nate. I'm Eric. And Not our worst. Yeah. I think the worst is we went maybe a half hour to 45 minutes of talking and it's a long time. Yeah. And I, I remember, I think you were at the computer at that point when I was on, I was on the other side, I was in like the, the interviewees side. And, <laughs> and I, I just remember going like you, he's saying, stop, stop. We didn't record any of that. <laughs> and we were 
maybe that happened twice because I remember one time it was just was so late where it was like, fuck it, let's do this tomorrow. Yeah. Or we just, there at least was another time where we just started over again and, and made fun of that. I don't remember specifics though. Well, that might have been even before we we did the the content the the way that we did our show, mm-hmm. where it was just like, hey, let's talk about the news and stuff. Oh, but yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I I mean, if anybody was listening on Mixer and actually picked up uh picked up our second stream here now, um, we should uh we should get everybody caught up on the news that I just bought a not brand new iPad Pro, but um, brand new iPad Pro. For me, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's slightly used. Very slightly used. Hearthstone used. Yeah. What? I said it's, it was Hearthstone used. Sure. The game. I don't know what that means. It's a, it's a game that everyone plays online. Not everyone. Well, then you're not a part of the everyone then. It's not your fault. Come on. Um. So, yeah. No, it's just... It's funny because I I I was I was saying right before we realized what was going on that I uh I would never buy something with mobile data and this one is you know this I I should I, I would buy a cell phone I have a cell phone but <laughs> I would never buy a uh, a tablet with a mobile a separate mobile data plan you know if I need yeah, it I'll I, just connect it to my phone I don't want if you already phone. have a mobile plan and most likely if you're buying a tablet you probably have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people would then require the internet on their tablet too. I, yeah. Um, so uh, in yeah. most places, when you're sitting down now, there is Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, almost everywhere. So that's cool. Now, um, now this this one that I just bought, it does happen. It, it, it's the model that has has mobile data, but but uh, because because stupid jerks like to sell their devices to to stores that do reselling and then report them stolen. Yeah, they whoever whoever this person was, they they sold their iPad Pro. Like their newest the newest model too, either like I think November or even this year it came yeah, out. Yeah. Um they they sold their newest model for I imagine cheap compared to would, like how much I would you bought it cuz I just saved several hundred then, dollars. Then then went to I believe Sprint or wherever their mobile carrier was or Apple and claimed it to be stolen and basically because of whatever insurance plan they were on or something got a new iPad out of it. So not only did they get money, they got a new iPad that just it's a scam. And of course, when something's reported stolen, they kind of shut off the mobile data and like the SIM card is like, hey, this is this is bad. Can't use this. Um and from what I got from my boss, that the, the the company understood that you know we have the proof, and the authorities know, like, hey, this guy stole it, or uh, this guy sold it. He, it's not stolen. We have his proof right here, because you know pawn shop rules technically, you have to take their information. Yep. Um, and I think it was either Apple or the mobile carrier that just said, we believe you, but legally we can't turn it back on you have to go through a court like you basically have to sue the guy essentially for fraud yeah and once that's taken care of then it could be free up but the money to go into court is worth more than you're ever going to sell that ipad for so it's just yeah you know that's the crazy thing like you would think it would be worth it to the mobile company but i I guess they're not going to fight every instance no somebody gets that fraud because it would be more expensive for them to take into court as well Right, right. Um, but you know, people people commit fraud every day, every day, and especially every single person commits fraud every single day. It's it's tough to have a heart when you work in a, a, a reseller store because you have to you have to go in knowing that like half of the stuff you're probably taking in is stolen, and at least on one occasion i i there was something that was so clearly bad that that we had let the police know and it was like a it was a handicapped kids like whole game collection just ripped out of his house um and uh wait some like like people stole people broke into this kid's house and stole his game collection and then instantly went to the store and sell, sold it that's not cool but it's and, kind of funny well it's the the not cool part is that that they stole from a handicapped kid no but it's it's almost like cuz you still get screwed in the end like you could not say anything to the authorities and go 
uh, okay, you know, because legally you have to like wait a certain amount of time. I th- I think I don't know, but anyway, uh, you know, we we got the kid his stuff back and and we took the loss, but yeah, you know, like I said, you you can't be in the business to make money if you have a heart because then you don't you know stuff like that happens and you're constantly giving money out to the criminals and then you could take them to court. But then yet again, you're, you're troubled with that, that situation where you're going to spend more money than you're getting back. So yeah. Um, shit happens. But anyway, uh, I got to ask you, cause you've had almost every iPad since the first one. Did you? Sure. Well, at least you, I, had the, you had, I had an original iPad, then I had an iPad two, and then yeah, I, I said you almost had each. Like you've at least for each generation. I've had two almost. iPads out of the dozens they've made. But yes, I've yeah, I have a lot of iPad experience. Sure. Does that one feel playing with it? Does it feel? Oh, I'm really. First of all, let me clarify. It's this is the iPad Pro two. I believe it's the smaller size. Of, I think originally they only had like the 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 TV size Pro. Yeah, it's like a foot. Um, which I like, but oh yeah, it's not for everybody. It's, I don't want to carry that around and you know, I, I need my laptop because there is nothing unless I go and get a surface pro, which I, I might do someday, but, um, nothing's going to have the power I need to do the kind of work I do. And, uh, cause I'm super cool. And, uh, so I would, I just want something a little smaller. I, I like the original size for the iPad. Um, so it's that's it's the it's the normal size. It's not a mini, it's not it's not like the classic size. Yeah. Um nice and thin, feels good in the hand, feels substantial like all Apple products. Most Apple products do. Oh, until you say. said Apple, it sounded like you were reviewing something else. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it feels good in the hand. Substantial penile. <laughs> but uh but no, like because you've been playing around with it for about an hour. So does does it feel different at all? Like when you're going through menus, or oh, not really. No, I mean okay. Um, the the main reason to even have a pro this size is just to to um to use the Apple Pencil, which I it's I laugh because it's. They've got the stylus, the 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 pencil now. After years of like the whole point of the iPad and your finger, you know, it's you're using your finger. You don't need a stylus, and and then they're like, we have revolutionized the stylus, um, well, which they did. That's the the thing. It's it is. I've used many styli and many different types of tablets, and it is it it. The, the pencil, which I don't have yet, but I've I've played around with the, the pencil and pros before. <laughs> <laughs> pencil um, pros. Pro being not I don't mean short for prostitute. I don't mean I don't penis. think anyone in the world ever said pro as a prostitute. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I've said as many look times. Look at that pro skateboarder. Like no, prostitute no, no. skateboarder. Prostitute starts with P R O. Yeah, I know. Dummy. But nobody says Dummy. <laughs> nobody I've heard it many times. How? I What do you mean how? What's, no, in like what situation? Cuz you hear the word pro like hey, I mean, are in you like going popular pro? popular culture the, the like sleazy businessmen getting some prostitutes again. They're not saying pro as in professional. They're saying pro as in prostitute. I've never once until today heard anybody ever use pro meaning prostitute. I've heard it many times. Well, whoever you've heard it from is wrong, and I'm here to correct you. It's fine. Anyway, uh, what about but prostitutes? But since I had heard it, I thought maybe somebody else had heard it, and I wanted to be clear that I'm not talking about my pencil and prostitutes. I'm talking about the Apple Pencil and my <laughs> iPad Pro. Um <laughs> So anyway, I don't know with the amount you're paying for the pencil, you might as well get a prostitute for free with that from Apple. That is true. A hundred bucks. I can't hundred bucks for a pencil. I cannot fathom paying. I, you know, I, I understand but, maybe uh, well, I'm a bit more frugal, say. but I can't imagine like even for some people paying over 20 bucks would be ridiculous for a stylus. Mm-hmm. Even me as frugal as I am knowing Apple, I'd go, okay, $50 and like yep. 50, I would well, still pay for that. But let me clarify though. 
the little the 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 stylus that you get for like five to ten bucks at Staples or whatever to just be able to use it instead of your finger, but it doesn't have any like additional functionality other than maybe it's also a ballpoint pen. Yeah. That is not what this is. No, I was thinking and like there's... $20 styluses you can get that can do other things. I've seen stuff from like the people that make the app paper. They might even be called paper. Um, <laughs> but there, I've seen, there, I've seen, oh, and from Wacom and um, anyway, there are lots of things that, that, People that make drawing tablets to connect to your to to Photoshop, um, and and that kind of thing. A lot of times, the, well, they make pencils, not pencils, but styles. They make styli for um, and had and you know beat Apple to the punch on making one that was actually had a lot of of usefulness and functionality. And they're selling them for 50, 60 bucks, and it they really only have about half the functionality of the Apple pencil. Does the Apple Pencil at least semi-perfectly, you know, like when I'm drawing with pencil, yep. the hell... Okay, you know how when you have a real pencil and you're sketching? Yeah. You turn it way on the side and you, like, use the edge of the of the graphite, the lead, to yeah. to have a very different stroke on the on the paper? Sure. Yeah, you can do I that know with that. this. But you also can't. when you're pressing down, does it also read how hard you're pressing it yes. on the screen? To yes, it does. Okay. And that the fifty sixty dollar style I that I was talking about, um, they they do have the pressure sensitivity sensitivity, but um, but they don't they I, I haven't seen one that um, that on an iPad actually can tell the angle you're holding it at and and change it and and this is more Apple being stubborn about allowing access to their operating system for sometimes for good reason. But um, but the, there's these also palm rejection, which you don't get with another company's stylus, where you you know if your hand is resting on the screen and you're holding an Apple pencil, your iPad knows to to ignore yet your hand is touching the screen. Yeah, that's always been um, one of the things I dislike. There was uh, of drawing uh, tablets or you know anything. I I, I never liked. The like Bluetooth tablets because I I just can't see where I'm drawing. Yeah. Because I'm looking down and people I know people have been able to. You get do used that to fine. it if you really do it enough. But yeah, I I agree. That's there, I I there I have, was there's a few Nickelodeon uh, creators and and animators I've seen use the Wacom like computers. Yep. That's that's like my next dream. Like I honestly probably would buy that over another iMac, like just a, a, like a three thousand dollar yeah Wacom drawing, yeah. just to be able to. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. There, you, hey, hey, great, great idea. But um, I've seen a lot of people use those. I haven't seen anyone use an iPad Pro with mm -hmm. the pencil yet, but mm -hmm. that, that is something to, worth looking into. Oh yeah. So anyway, all right. Lots of <laughs> normally we normally we try to avoid all the personal stuff before no, we get into no. our topic, but uh, no. Well, before it was planned. Now it's just go with the flow. Go with the pro. We go with the flow once a month. I go with the iPad Pro once a today. Awesome. But uh, yeah, today we are talking about uh, Ratchet and Clank. The uh, oh no, I re I researched Richard and Crunk. Oh geez, wrong ones. Richard and Crunk sounds like a great caveman cartoon. <laughs> or a guy named Richard gets transported back in time to the prehistoric days and makes friends with a caveman named Crunk. There's a show right there. Let's make it. I'll Let's... be Richard. You will, of course, be Crunk. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ratchet and Clank, definitely, I, I would say... Uh, the the one of the main mascots of the PlayStation brand, uh, yep. even more so. I, when you think PlayStation, do any characters come to mind? Um, mostly Spider Man, but that's just because Spider Man Three had the same font as Sony PlayStation. That yeah, well, actually yeah, that makes sense. Um, depending on where you grew up, if you grew up in the nineties, I, I usually think Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Yeah, which actually tie into Ratchet and Clank uh, yeah, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a great way. Um, and even now, I think Nathan Drake is kind of probably the, or Kratos, 
probably the the mascots yeah. of of PlayStation. Did I see that there was God of War for Xbox at some point? No. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah, God of War has been a, a Sony brand. Yeah. yeah. Which you think people would get, but or even the more obvious ones. I one of the questions I get, you know, when, when are they going to release? Do they have Mario Kart for the Xbox One? <laughs> no, because Nintendo owns Mario. Why? Because they want to use what they <laughs> why own. Why do they own it? <laughs> or why don't they want to release it for other systems? Like, because they have their own. That's yeah. called owning stuff. They're a hardware manufacturer. And the last and the last gaming empire alive. Because if they die, we're leaving it to an entertainment and computer company. Mm-hmm. Just saying, but, um, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank have been pretty strong ever since their, uh, their debut, I believe in 2005. I think it was 2002, bro. Yeah, you're right. 2002. (laughs) Should Should we get some of the basics out here then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, except my, my my notes app on my phone here won't let me do anything because it thinks I'm still stealing my own phone. What? <laughs> um, so Ratchet and Clank. Yes, buddy, buddy, uh, tandem team there. Yeah, nice duo. Um, Ratchet and Clank they debuted in two thousand two on November fourth. The latest release was essentially a re-release is it, it like a, a a graphical update of yeah of what they what they did of course we're we're talking about Ratchet and Clank cuz the movie is coming out this Friday and the movie is a retelling of the uh, the first story yeah of the so game series if you haven't played the game but for some reason you really want to see the movie i can assure you there's potential spoilers here unless they decided to Throw in a bunch of plot twists. Well, yeah, they kind of just beefed up the story, made it a little bit more cinematic, and yeah. um, I, I think. And can I say yeah. it is so relieving that for a video game movie, a it looks just like the games. You know, it's animated. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. You know, they didn't try to like, hey, let's change this up. No, they just took the fucking characters from the game and put them in a movie. That was it. Um, and B. I don't think there's been a video game movie that I've seen that that said, okay, let's make the first movie off the first game. Yeah. You know, every time, like, Tomb Raider wasn't really based off, I mean, maybe it had little plot points here and there, but it wasn't based off of the first game. Right. Um, the Mario Super Brothers Mario Brothers. <laughs> certainly was not based off anything. If anything, Mario Land, because of the Daisy thing. But, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's very... i sure Mario Land came out after that, though, so... Yeah, probably. Well, um... Daisy there I don't know but yeah it's just it's relieving to see a video game movie not only look like the video game but actually want to make the movie based off the the game itself yeah Yeah. they got a ready-made story right there right and it from the little I've seen in the trailers um and what I know about the first game uh it seems like any changes they made were just to kind of soften Ratchet's personality because he was very unlikable to to many critics anyway and and to me as well uh very unlikable in the first game uh i i found i find clank to be fairly likable but but ratchet is kind of like an asshole teenager on purpose but they did end up they changed a voice actor after the first game and um and wrote the character a little differently so that he wasn't just a smart ass little prick. Yeah, yeah, they make him more uh, naive. Isn't the word I'm, I, I want to say for it? Optimistic. But yeah, they make him a little Less... bit more optimistic, a little bit more down to earth, a little bit you know more relatable in a way. Yeah. Um. To and and um. Yeah. You know, Mike Kelly was the voice in 2002, and ever since then. A ratchet has been voiced by James Arnold Taylor, um, and and uh, Makoto Tsumura is the Japanese voice, uh, which I've never heard, but I'm sure people in Japan have. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope that's why they have a Japanese voice for him. Um, so um, you would hope, yeah. And now Ratchet is a Lombax, uh, which is. Well, it's an alien. Yeah, it's, um, it's a fictional species in there. Yeah, from the planet Festoon in the Polaris galaxy. Yeah, in their in their universe, uh, they create a you know they have fun, of course, with any 
sci-fi uh, stories usually have fun with the different aliens because, you, you know, you have to create them, so. Yep. Um, and and Clank, by the way, is, uh, guessed. <laughs> is a robot um, and has been voiced by David Kay from the start. Um, and in Japan, Toru Okawa. Um, and, uh, and interestingly, uh, an early design for Clank had him be a lizard robot. I'm not sure what makes, how, how you get a lizard and a robot in the same character. Um, and, and I, Ratchet I originally was was designed to be much more reptilian. Yeah. yeah, that's so weird. I I said this earlier today when we were kind of talking about this. It's very weird to me how they it seemed like they wanted to get some kind of reptile as the main character. Yeah, and it makes sense because uh, for those that don't know, the Ratchet and Clank games were made by Insomniac mm-hmm. Games. If that doesn't sound familiar. They're the creative team behind the original Spyro. Yeah series on the PlayStation. Um, the And of course, I also said Crash 2, but uh, Crash's team, Naughty Dog, who went on to to do Uncharted later on, um, also created Jack and Daxter. So right. Insomniac and Naughty Dog have had this real good effort for at least uh, more than a decade of their, you know, the mascot-type yeah. platform characters. Yeah, and especially early on, they had... Um they they had a lot of like references to each other in each other's in in with uh Jack and Daxter pictures of Jack and Daxter showing up as uh, I think a billboard and even a like a poster a frame poster yeah, yeah. in uh, Ratchet's apartment in one game. It got to the point where both spinoff titles Jack X Racing they had mm-hmm. Ratchet as an unlockable character and then Ratchet Deadlocked, which is a like, uh, like a gladiator type. Uh, action game yeah. uh they had jack as an unlockable costume yeah so and what's very cool the the way that that um ratchet was unlockable in that racing game was by having it wasn't anything you could do in the game you had to have save data from um don't remember which game it was but from, from, from one of the, from the i think i think games. from the gladiator the ratchet game if you yeah. had that on there yeah they used so you to actually do had that to buy another game there was stuff like Nintendo and PlayStation would do that kind of stuff where if you happen to have another save file on your memory card, they would, you know, Super Smash Brothers Melee, there were certain trophies that would only unlock when you had save files in your game. Yeah. And you don't see it. You, you can't really do that these days. It's, it's You can, is, but it's... Yeah, I don't no, know. No one's people, tried. People must... Either people don't like it or maybe some of the publishing companies that are involved, some of the development companies that are involved, um, don't, you know, don't like, they, they might only want that if it's, if it's a game that only they worked on. And, um, you know, you don't, you know, there's not a lot of game production companies that, uh, that really have great relationships with each other anymore. Cause it's a very competitive field. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and and Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank are very similar in um, at least in gameplay style, like the way not not necessarily the powers of each character, but the just the way that you have a sidekick um, as well, even with Jack too, because uh, the first Jack and Daxter, it's a straightforward Crash Bandicoot type cutesy platformer, yep. and the second one. They get sent to the future, and Jack can now talk, and there's guns and and stuff, and that's where it becomes more like Ratchet and Clank, yeah. in a way with the uh, with the weaponry and and platforming and whatnot. But um, you know, so those two have a storied history. Um, so uh, let's see some other standout characters. You've of course got Captain Quark. Um, who? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler. Uh, Captain Quark is is uh, not such a heroic guy after all. He, he he's presented as a bit of a superhero, or clearly a superhero in within the world of of um, Ratchet and Clank. I almost said Jack and Daxter. Um, and and he is 
Wait, am I ruining something for you? Did you do enough research here to... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how far... I know you've been playing the game, and I don't know... Yeah, I, I mean, I've always known the series, and I've always appreciated it, but I literally have never Just played, sat, down, sat down and played a game until the new one came out, yep. where all, all I was hearing is, you know, because it was only a $40 game, the one for the PS4, and, and so it was between that and everybody going like, hey, if you miss platformers, play this. It's really good. It takes all the great stuff that they've built... From the Ratchet and Clank games, retells the first story. So if you've never played these, you know, this series, grab this one. So is it all right? And I've I've been loving it. So what side note, what I what I am sort of vicariously excited about <laughs> is um is that with with the I'm just thinking about kids that haven't played the game before, that maybe their first exposure to the franchise is the movie. They might be the first people ever to have a video game immediately available to them that is not just a shitty video game with with um you know with the characters just kind of skinned in there and you know because most movie video games don't end up being no all that, no and that that's good. why a lot of them stopped Disney like cut the tail on all their movie video games yeah. because they got the Infinity series right. Um, right, they yeah, they have video it's a great video game with tie ins, yeah. but it's not like this is the Iron Man video game. Yeah, like. they stopped that. And and at least with this, Insomniac has been working alongside the the movie companies this entire time. So mm -hmm. while they're helping make the game, they're or making the movie, they're also making the game that is going to come out with the movie. It's yeah. literally and the, un, it's and, unprecedented. Yeah. Um so that's it just yeah, it's I'm just excited for those kids that don't even know the shitty world they were born into, and or have never, never maybe will. never played a a, a a platformer. You know, yeah. I'll never forget my first 3D platformer, and you know, it was very good to me, Banjo Kazooie. Ah, yet another. I played that before Super. Mario. I had that and Super Mario 64, but I had played Banjo Kazooie first because I didn't know those characters. I was like, oh, I, I know Mario. I'll try this one first, and you know, fancy. Amazing, but um, yeah, Cap Captain Quark. It's it, you know it's a story you've heard before, and definitely at least in cartoons where you have your your main protagonist look up to somebody, and you end up finding out that person really sucks. Yeah. Um, even in even in movies where it's for, uh, a mega mind kind of comes to comes to mind yep. where, you know, everyone looks up to the hero and he actually is just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like that reveal where you find out the people you look up to aren't as super, aren't as awesome. Yep. And it's just, it's classic. You find out that he's, he's really, uh, he's, he's cowardly. He's, he's a loud mouth and he actually causes a lot more trouble than he helps. And it's yep. just all facade. Everyone thinks he's really awesome especially ratchet and you know yeah and um funny funny little uh little weird connection here is um yeah we're talking talking about captain quark now the main antagonist throughout most of the series though has been dr nefarious yes um and uh and he is voiced by armin shimmerman who is uh best known as the principal in buffy the vampire slayer and of course quark from Star, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, <laughs> so I think it's funny that he's, uh, yeah, he's most famous for being Quark, and you got him playing not Dr. Quark, but Dr. Nefarious. Oh, wow, Captain Quark. Yeah, but Dr. Dr. Nefarious. Dr. Quark. Um, and Captain Nefarious. Um, Let me just say, if I ever get into a, uh, a hostage situation, I'm going to call for a truck to be driven by that guy dressed in full Quark costume. <laughs> Just to just to relive that South Park. That was, but no, that was actually. Was it not Quark? It was Worf. Worf. Oh my God! Even better. Okay. Um. Yet another character that had massive prosthetic forehead. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, oh, and and side note, Fumito Fumito Yamano is the Japanese voice of Doctor Nefarious. Um. What did we say? The uh, the, the 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 quirk. Uh, I don't I don't have it in my notes. Doc, Doc Jim Captain. Jim Ward. Yes, Jim Ward, who is a, a huge uh, voice actor in uh, in the world of animation. He's gained a little weight, but I think that's kind of mean to call him huge. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, 
Uh, see, just from looking at his line of work, uh, just the names that kind of pop out is Chet Ubecha on The Fairly Odd Parents, yep. which it sounds now thinking about it so much like Captain Quark, you know, except for <laughs> Chet Ubecha is just loud and, you know, got that news news type voice. Yeah. But, um, you know, always, it's always cool. Take, take your, take a, some time on IMBD and look up like people in voice acting. Or IMDB. IMDB, yes. <laughs> uh, and and look up voice actors, and you will be so surprised on the stuff that they've done that you would, you know, you had no idea that they even, uh, you know, oh, they voiced in that game? They did that cartoon? Oh, my God. And so always fun to go down the rabbit hole of voice actors. Or the bean hole. That's right, which we're going down to right now. But, um, yeah, he's played he's played Captain Quirk since, since the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just want to list some of the, some of the games cause, um, cause Ratchet and Clank, their, their big part of their style has been a lot of, uh, double entendres, not, not just in the, well, within the game itself, uh, but also, um, in the, in the names of many of the games. Um, the, the first one was just called Ratchet and Clank. Um, the second one is Ratchet and Clank going commando, um, no underwear. Yeah. Then we got Up Your Arsenal. Uh, then Deadlocked, which is not such a double entendre. But they did, I think they did have a, you know, in a video we saw, some of the games that kind of stopped the double entendre name, they actually had some very mature double entendres, like titles running for them. And- yeah. Yeah, originally. Um, the Size Matters, uh, Quest for Booty, A Crack in Time, uh, full frontal assault. Those are just some. Those are just the ones that I skipped some. Some in the in the list there, but I was only saying the one with the double entendres. Um, uh, I think I skipped Tools of Destruction, which I I guess that's yeah. You could. That's not really supposed. It's yeah. Anyway, I think all I think for they're all calling for them one, tools. All for one. They had the 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 name for it foreplay. Yes. And um with the letter with the letter with the number 4 instead of how yeah. you would spell foreplay in the sexual way. Yeah. And Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus was originally called into the Nether Regions uh before they you know, And it should, and they should have. It's not even that's not even that bad of a title. It's I, how about the new South they're Park? They're cartoon game? characters and trying to I mean kids buy video games. They were trying the to The fractured butthole. Yes, but you know oh, any parent that knows anything about South Park isn't going to buy it for their younger kids anyway. Ratchet and Clank is, they're not going to be familiar with them. And into the nether regions is going to make a lot of parents be like, I don't know what that is, but I'm not buying it for my 11 year old. Um, no. Well, then where were they when Up Your Arsenal came out or Going Commando? I'm, there's, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying there's been worse ones than. Oh, there absolutely has regions. been. I just think that it's it's smart for something that would appeal to kids. For them to not like gut their sales just for a joke, <laughs> and I think they they may have. Uh... Yeah, it seems like they went soft on that. Yeah, but the, but mo- that's the just movies, in the names though. I think the, the, the movie's like, tagline is "Kick some asteroid," which here's the here's like the double the issue here. It sounds like the cheesiest line for a space movie, and especially an animated one that's not from like Pixar or DreamWorks. Yeah. But then when you think back to Ratchet and Clank and, you know, the double entendres, it fits so well. But when I read that, I go, God, people who don't know about the game titles are going to look at that and, like, facepalm. Yeah, maybe. I, I honestly think that I honest again, I, I have a background in marketing and I yep. really think that it's someone, someone in their 20s or 30s who has played the game a lot. Is gonna see is is gonna consider seeing it just because it's Ratchet and Clank and a cheesy wordplay like that isn't gonna totally turn them off even though it makes you groan a little bit. Parents who are looking for an animated movie to take little kids to, um, or not not a, younger kids anyway, um that's going to be cheesy enough that they're going to be like, oh, this looks like a cute movie that I will bring my kid to. And it, and it will be, you know, it's not, it's not going to be, it's, it's not like it's rated R or anything or no, no, it's, it's probably rated, might even be rated G. I wouldn't be surprised. 
I, I think it is RPG at the mm-hmm, least because mm-hmm. um, there are some anime movies that come out with that. But they, they're just when you see movies, sometimes they have the cheesiest taglines and you, yeah. and when you see them, you just go, Oh my God, really? They actually put that in a poster. <laughs> and that's one of those moments. If you don't know the double entendres, cause this is the introduction for the characters for a lot of people. Like my mother doesn't know who Ratchet and Clank is, right. but you know, she might see a commercial for this movie coming out, but, um, she sure might. She sure might. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, now, originally, or at least the first villain of the uh, of the first game um, is uh, Chairman Drek, who, from what I gather, is kind of your classic evil businessman. Yeah. Um, yeah, my understanding, in the first game, he was trying to save his planet by stealing pieces of other planets. Is that... Yeah, he uh his home world is over over polluted and overpopulated to to you can't even live there anymore it's so bad. Yeah. But uh his he announces to the galaxy that he uh he's going to take giant chunks of land from other planets and assemble them into a new planet like his own. Um and he, I believe he hires Quark to be like a spokesman cuz he's like a big right. superhero like uh you know, like, hey, every everybody, you know, this is a this good is thing. Great. You know, this is a great idea, right? Or as Donald Trump would go, it's a great, it's a great idea. We're it's beautiful. Take, beautiful. We're going to take big chunks. It's what I do. I take big chunks out of your planet. It's fine. It'll be <laughs> wonderful. Fantastic. Did you just say fantastic? No, Donald Trump did. Planet Trump. <laughs> Plump. <laughs> Plump. Plump. <laughs> um. I, I don't, I mean, I know that he has appeared in other games as like a, like cameos or as downloadable skins, uh, but I believe he dies at the end of the first game. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and I don't think he, he has really appeared in a, in a game since. So, like, like I said, it is it is refreshing because he will be the the protagonist, the main antagonist. Wait, which is it? You just said he's appeared in other games. Well, he's appeared in the other games as like cameos, like as statues or oh, okay. as like downloadable skins. But I I don't think he's appeared. I, I I do remember hearing that he died at the at the end of the first game. Yep. Um, but he is the the main antagonist of the new film. Um. The, you said Doctor Nefarious, who who has definitely taken on the the main villain role throughout most of the rest series. Most of the rest of the series, mm-hmm. he I don't believe appeared in the first game originally, but like I said, with this new movie coming out and kind of the reimagining of the first game, they've included uh, a pre-robotic Doctor Nefarious into the plot, uh. so that at least, he's at least there. But hasn't taken over yet as as the main villain. I understand. You better. It's kind of like almost like Zod in a way, because because Zod was in the first Superman, but wasn't wasn't really the villain. Yeah. Until the second one. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Almost like Zod. Um. So. I mean, you were yeah, we're talking about the. Christopher Reeve Superman movies, not the right, ones where right. he totally was the villain in Man of Steel. Right. And then came back as a bigger villain in the second yeah. one. I do want to, I, I, I just want <laughs> I mentioned it to you earlier today, uh, yesterday on cracked.com. Like they need our help, but whatever, go ahead and read it. It's they're great stuff. They always have. And they're like one of the biggest sites on the whole world. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, in one of the articles yesterday, they said something like, uh, uh, Warner Brothers following up the uh, the Dark Knight, you know Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy with with Man of Steel, or I'm sorry, with Batman versus Superman. Su- Superman, what is going on with my tongue right now? I don't know what. What are you doing? Warner Brothers following up Superman. Oh my God! Now it's Warner not my Brothers tongue, it's my following brain. the Dark Knight trilogy with Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yes, is like is like. Uh, Michelangelo, 
painting the Sistine Chapel and then the next week painting a dick on the side of a bus. There we go. Which I is essentially it. what he did. Yes. I guess. Um, but um, Bat dick. Bat dick. That's what he followed up with. Big old Mr. Kanish. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> from Ace Ventura. I, I, I love that. Anyway, um... Uh, I want to talk Dan Johnson for a minute. Dan Johnson. Don Johnson. <laughs> um, Dan Johnson, developer at Insomniac. Uh, he was, he, he, he's been referenced in many, many, many games uh, of uh, many, many Ratchet and Clank games. Um, uh, Insomniac, actually not just Ratchet and Clank. They, they, they had him, uh, hidden in some way in, um, let's see, starting in Spyro 2. Um, and uh, and uh, he unfortunately he died in 2006. Um, but uh, he, he seems like, well, he was, he was with Insomniac since at least Spyro 2. Yep. Um, maybe even during the first Spyro game. But... Uh, but ever since Spyro 2, they started putting cameos of him in in the games. Yep. And to me, that just uh that shows that that guy must have been beloved working with an insomniac. Like oh, really yeah. Yeah. For, for there to just be continuous cameos in the games, and especially after his passing, they, yeah. they still even up to the new the new game in on the PS4, the 2016, he's available like as a mask that Ratchet can wear. Yep. And there's they bring back the snow the snowman, the Dan, uh, the the, the snow Dan, Dan. Man, the snow Dan. There we go. Um. Yeah. He actually left Insomniac Games and and moved to High Impact Games. Um. And a lot of Insomniac Games employees did that. Um. But uh. But still beloved and has has appeared in nearly every Ratchet and Clank, um, game. In on in the first one, he's on one of the monitors um, on BTS station. Um, they have other Insomniac employees there too on monitors. Um, he is on Poketaru, where uh, he's his face is like part of the texture of the starfish. Yeah, he's been on screens on starfish. He's, he's been snowmen. Yeah, his face is part of the texture on the inside of purple mushrooms in metropolis uh in going commando that's when he was he was snow dan snowman <laughs> um uh when trash cans at in daco i think in daco i forget how it's pronounced were smashed the name dan was on the soda cans that came out of the trash cans um uh let's see up your arsenal. He uh he was a breakable snowman again and a multiplayer skin. He uh he was a skin in size matters. Yeah, it looks like ever since um uh, size matters and forward he's um, but the biggest praise like at least cameo wise is he's always on unlockable skin. Yeah. Or you can play as Dan Johnson. Um and in Into the Nexus, he's he's a museum entry. Um, in um, ah, what's the museum called? There's a museum on um, Planet Igliac. Yeah. Um, and anyway, there's just like a big statue of him, and it says that he can't. He comes from the primitive planet Earth, uh, and he made techno music and owned cats and knew the secret <laughs> of happiness and all that stuff. And I, I believe that was their tribute after he had died. Um, oh yeah, that's because he died in two thousand six. Um, but uh, he he must have, he must have had one hell of an impact on that on that studio. Yeah, and and that's that's really. That's really good for them because really cool for them to keep doing that even up to now. You yeah. know, it's been 10 years and since his, his passing and uh, and they're still cameoing him, cameoing him in, in their games and, uh, you know, as like skins and as snowmen and stuff like that. So, you know, fantastic, fantastic for for, uh, yeah. for them and for, for him. And 
you know, so sometimes, uh, especially games and movies and TV shows, uh, and and we know this just because we're backstage people for for theatrical productions that a lot of the people who work hard on on performances and entertainment just don't ever really get a spotlight shined on them. Yeah. Uh, some do, you know, like any director is going to be like when a movie comes out, you know, uh, civil war is about to come out and, and the Russos are going to get a, a ton of praise from people who love the movie, but it takes more than them to build that movie up. Yeah. So, but especially with games, I mean, this is a, one of the hardest pieces of entertainment because on the amount of time, there's no quick turnover really with games unless you make like, um, like iOS or, you know, like online Facebook yeah. games. Those you are, make a lot of like of the simpler unity platform games on, or like, on or like flappy bird, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a quick game and you could quickly get that out there and, and people will talk about it. Five nights at Freddy's, you know, that guy put all four games out within a year was able to get all the praise and stuff. Ratchet and Clank, I mean, it's got to take at least two, two, three years to publish a game. Yep. So it's a lot of man hours there. But, um, but, um, shh. that's what it sounded like I made. <laughs> uh, there's also a doppelganger of Clank that Dr. Nefarious uses. A to, doppelklanker? A doppelklanker that Dr. Nefarious makes called Clunk. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> unlike the well-mannered Clank, Clunk is evil and nearly swears at one point. That's how evil he is. He nearly swears. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. But, uh... <laughs> The original, the first four games of the series were released on the PlayStation 2. Uh, and, and we kind of went through some of the names there. The original Ratchet and Clank, 2002. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Going Commando, 2003. Up Your Arsenal, 2004. And Deadlocked. Deadlocked, technically Ratchet 4, but it really is a spinoff. It's, it's just more of its own. It's its own thing. It deviates from the really the platforming and and the puzzle aspects and and kind of goes straight for the combat type stuff. Yeah. Um. Now, I I should say two PSP games that were released, uh, Size Matters and uh, Secret Agent Clank, which was really cool because yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, the PSP did something where both Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. Daxter had his own game on the PSP and Clank had his own game on the PSP. And yep. that was, that was really, yeah. And secret agent Clank is, um, w within, within the, the Ratchet and Clank universe, Clank kind of becomes a movie star sort of. And secret agent Clank is his, uh, is, is like a movie he was in, not an actual adventure. Clank goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause, um, I, I, I think in that game, I think Ratchet is still, still a character. I think he gets locked up and I know, I know Clank has to save him, but both size matters and secret agent Clank were re-released on the PlayStation two uh, later on. Uh, so then the series went dormant for, for a few years. Yeah. Um, and that's when we get into the the future series, uh, uh, which started on the PlayStation Three. Finally, gets brought up in a beautiful high definition yep. from the previous games. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know as far as like timelines because I know it's called the future. I don't know if they go to the future or anything like that. But I, I do remember playing a little bit of the demo when I, when I worked at GameStop of, I think the Kraken time, but, uh, it starts with tools of destruction, Ratchet, And the series is called Ratchet and Clank future. Yep. Ratchet and Clank future tools of destruction quest for booty. It's weird. Cause that one did never, never got a retail release. That was a downloadable only game. And I think because it's just, it's smaller, it's not that long of a game. Uh, it was eventually released as a as a code when you bought, I believe, into the Nexus. Mm -hmm. um, 
But so Quest for Booty is the second one in the future series. Then you get a crack in time, Ratchet and Clank future crack in time, and then Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus, which is the, I believe the newest one that has been released. Um, in between that though, in between crack in time and into the Nexus, there were two spinoffs that came out. I, I'm, I think they still at least follow a cohesive story, but they're just, con- they're considered spinoffs because they deviate from the, from the normal formula. Yeah. And it's uh ratchet and clank all for one, which takes the idea of four player co-op. I think, I think online co-op uh, drop in, drop out kind of like Lego games. Yep. And in that game, you take control of ratchet clank quark and Dr. Nefarious as they go through a, uh, you know, they're, their own story and then a full frontal assault which was made as a it was a surprise game that came out to mark the 10th anniversary of the series and uh is more of a tower defense type game i like tower defense games yeah yeah i i i was i'm disappointed that plants versus zombies 2 never got released on on like the xbox yeah. yeah i know i can play them for free on my phone but that first plants versus zombies i loved I love playing that on the big screen. I was disappointed because I thought it did fairly well enough for PopCap to go, hey, let's port the second one. But Yeah, I, I don't think it actually did do that well. I think I think that they got a lot of... It, it might have gotten a fair number of purchases, but I think there were a lot of people upset because it, the... I don't, you might like the big screen thing, but it, it really seemed... It was much more intuitive for... Um, just a touch interface, you know, and having played actually the first iPad I bought, I bought it because I loved playing plants versus zombies in the store. Like I, I played it for like five minutes and I'm like, whoa, this thing's cool. I'm getting an iPad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the, the first model iPad and, um, and, uh, and it never, it just, it, it, it felt like I was unnecessarily handicapped whenever I played anything that needed a controller uh, on that game, which I guess probably was just your Xbox that I was playing it on. But uh, um, so I think they found that a lot of people were really unhappy with their purchase. So they were like, it's just not worth it to just like, you know, those people that were unhappy aren't going to want to buy the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but that new one uh, you were playing the other day. Oh no, was- yeah. I, I will old uh, it's two years old now but it, they did just have uh i i bought garden warfare yep. which is a no one ever has heard of that it's it's basically a mix of plants versus zombies with the idea of call of duty like with a third yeah. per well yeah it's third like a, person yeah but it's a shooter it's a it's yeah. a shooting game um, the feel of it remind me a lot of super mario sunshine not that it's not that it's like the same kind of game play but it's it just the fact that it you're just running around in a a garden like world, I guess. Is what really yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's different modes. Like, you know, if you're more into the shooter aspect, there is stuff like team Deathmatch and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there's like the normal mode is a mix of the tower defense gameplay with shooting. So while zombies are attacking your garden, you're whatever plant you choose running around shooting them also planting plants in various areas. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they did make garden warfare too, adding more like, Plants and zombies that you could play as. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, then we get up to the. They did re-release. If you don't have a PS2, you want to try out the old ones. They did re-release the first three Ratchet and Clank games in high definition uh, on the PS3 and the Ratchet and Clank collection. Or I'm sure you can download them if you have a, a PS3 cool separately. Beans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, we, I, I, I do with the, me playing the new game and hopefully after the movie, I, I would want to get more into this series uh, and, and I hope they continue it. I know uh, Insomniac still, you know, they, they were also behind the Resistance series. Uh, they have not, of course, they haven't touched Spyro. Spyro is ruined from the, the Skylanders series of games. I think someone else actually owns Spyro now. Cool, or at least has the uh, the ability to make games for it. Um, 
And it looks like other than Song of the Deep, which is coming out later this year, they have a bunch of Oculus Rift games they're working on. So, Oh, coolest. Yeah, maybe we'll see a Ratchet & Clank Oculus Rift game. That might be cool. Or most likely on the PlayStation VR mm-hmm, system mm-hmm. coming out. But, um, yeah, so I get into the get into the series. If you have a PlayStation 4, the, the new Ratchet & Clank game, it is, it's a more of a budget title. It's only $40, but if you like classic platforming with some weapons thrown in. I I highly recommend it. I've been enjoying it. So it's, it's a good story. It, it's beautiful. It's one of the best looking PS4 games I've seen. Uh, and then go see the movie, uh, you know, support, especially if you're a gamer, even if you've never played any of the Ratchet and Clank games, it's a retelling of the first game. So you don't technically need to play them, but support movie based video game movies because now that they're actually taking them seriously you know we're getting some quality shit out there I love quality shit I know you do that's why you bought an iPad Pro today (laughs) throw that in there so uh, this is the Beanhole signing off just um, any any last words keep on beaning that's my line what are you doing (laughs) so we'll see you here next week keep on beaning Harry Campbell